0: Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. It's your boy, Kyle. That, here as always with my best friend in the entire world, Eric Wolverton. What is up? And we're here to do the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. We are here doing episode, Eric, what is it? 37? 38. Episode 38. 38. And... Here to have a good time. Put a smile on your face. If this is your first time listening, welcome in. If this
1: is... Your 38th time listening?
0: Not if... Yeah, if this is your 38th time, welcome back, you beautiful fucking person. Shirts available at Teespring. I'm just kidding. They're not available yet. We're still working on them. I'll let you know on the Instagram when they're going to drop. But this is the longest intro of all time. Eric, what is your tangent of the
1: day? I found the coolest way to refer to... When you're like having putting problems and I got it from the women's European championship announcer and she calls it her putting devil. When she, when she's putting bad, it's her putting devil because it's like having that little devil on your shoulder. That's telling you, you can't make this putt. So then you second guess yourself and you do something different. And I heard that a long time ago and I completely forgot about it until about 15 seconds ago. It's interesting. Yeah, so that's how now I'm now going to refer to when I'm having putting problems is I got a little putting devil on my shoulder.
0: One thing that's really helping
1: me lately is I either
0: 100% commit to making it or I lay up. I'm not doing half bids anymore.
1: Okay. Or you could just run everything all the time.
0: I mean, that's pretty much what I do now, honestly. Because well, like, cool. the layup percentage is like really, really small. I haven't laid up in a really long time.
1: Yeah, I think the only time I would ever really like actually lay up intentionally is if I only had like a one stroke lead and I just needed to get a par to like, you know, win it. But I probably wouldn't even know that because I don't really keep track of running scores. Same. What are we talking about today, Eric? We are talking about some wedding shenanigans, the U.S. Disc Golf Championship And our top five is the top five things we are going to practice, and you guys should practice during the offseason. Unless you're really good at these things, then, you know, just ignore us.
0: Yeah, if you're
1: really good, you don't need to practice.
0: If you can't get enough of us here, check us out over at all of our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube.
1: I put something on TikTok today. I
0: saw that. We have our merch over at Teespring, and we have a code going on over at com. That's oh no for 5% off. So go get 5% off there. Yeah. Eric got
1: married. Yay. Yay. And Kyle flew from Colorado to come hang out for the wedding.
0: I did. If you were following on the Instagram stories, you probably saw the inside of an airport as I was bored, uh, waiting to board on the way to Michigan.
1: We had a lot of fun.
0: Had a great time.
1: We only got to play one round together.
0: but We did play quite a bit of disc golf.
1: Yeah we messed around. I had baskets set up at the wedding that we messed around with and we spent a good two hours just rolling putters on the tent trying to roll it back in the basket and we made it quite a few times but of course never got it on video.
0: Not one time on video. I made it three times in a row. Did not make yep. it on video. One mm-hmm. time.
1: Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. We had a big, you know, 40 by 60 tent that we we kind of mastered. Just kind of rolling it up almost in the perfect spot. It's not, you know, it's, it was never perfect. But we, we got pretty good at it. It actually, you know,
0: I feel more comfortable with my forehand roller now, weirdly. Like I had, to, I played Ripped Revenge earlier and I had to do a forehand roller. Did it with a putter and I made it three quarters of the way up the fairway.
1: Hey, that's all that matters. Might be my play now. <laughs> Run it. Kyle practiced putt a lot.
0: I would say I put in maybe five thousand putts.
1: Yep. I would, if I'm being I like, it.
0: you know, accurate.
1: Cause yeah. If I didn't know where Kyle was during the wedding, I could usually look towards a disc golf basket and he'd be out there.
0: I have a problem. <laughs>
1: To be fair, disc golf was probably more fun than the wedding.
0: And to be fair, you put the baskets there so I could go putt.
1: Yep. hmm I wasn't making fun of you. Don't think that.
0: Yeah. No, I know. I didn't think so. And hopefully I was, you know, still an active participant in the wedding. I I did try to.
1: Well, I feel like... I danced once. If they see people are at the disc golf basket, you know, then... They can go and get lessons or learn how to play, at least, from someone I who did, plays.
0: I think teach probably four people or five people, just, like, the little bit of basics. Yeah. Oh, and I practice so many scoobers.
1: That's a thing. I can make scoobers now, dude. It's weird. You can make them or you can attempt them? Uh, like both. Attempt. Both. Oh, okay.
0: Actually, gotcha. you know, valid attempts, and sometimes they go in gotcha. from, like, you know, pretty good distance.
1: Hey, I think a scuba is an awesome addition to your bag, especially if you don't have, like, uh, if you're, like, in tall brush. Perfect thing to kind of get out and get you close to the basket.
0: Yep, so that's, that's, I mean, if you have time, that's what you practice. Forehand rollers and
1: scubars. You never know when you might need them.
0: Especially off of a tent roof.
1: Yep. There's also this weird thing that happens whenever Kyle comes to Michigan. He brings a bunch of rain.
0: Yep. It rained every day.
1: He now has a new nickname called the Rain Man. The Rain Boy. Especially
0: when rain we go to Cass boys. City.
1: It just likes to pour. Yep. Yeah. So we got rained on for around round. Uh, we did get rained on for the wedding, which is good, but...
0: Yeah. that Luckily, it was beautiful for the wedding. And Eric, it was a wonderful wedding.
1: I was so glad I was able to make it, man. We just got swarmed by bees. Bees were out in in swarms of them. And Besides ladybugs, that... It was perfect, yeah. but yeah, the only so problem
0: was that the lady. Every time a ladybug landed on you, you thought it was a bee. Yeah, so you didn't
1: know how to react. Yeah, every time you heard those wings, it was a. <laughs> it was yeah. I had to take it as like an aggressive,
0: and they were aggressive.
1: But we had a awesome weekend. It was awesome to see Kyle again, and I'm now happily married to the love of my life. Yay! Proud of you, bud. Glad you're happy. Now, for some more trash talk from the trash man. So, how did the Prickly Pines go?
0: It's good. We're recording this on a Tuesday, the Tuesday right
1: before it's going to
0: be released. So, I'm not going to have some normal editing to do right tonight. Sorry. It's okay. I have time. Yeah, Prickly was pretty clean. I'd give it, you know, nine out of 10 for cleanliness. It was the course was pretty immaculate. The Parking lot left a little bit to be desired, but that's any parking lot you go to.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, you know, even just like something small falls out, you know, even if like they don't intentionally leave it there. Some of them's probably intentional, but even if just like one small thing falls out and then they just don't really realize it, so
0: Yeah. Tons of cigarette butts. That's always always a parking lot thing. Yep. That sure is. And then you know, cans and stuff throughout the course, but really overall, one of the better, more clean courses that we've we've done. And I can't wait for next week. Check out the Instagram for a poll that I'm going to be putting up later tonight that is going to, you guys are going to decide what course we're going to clean up next week. So hit up the Instagram to vote. Yeah, get out and vote. Uh but yeah no the cl- the cleanup has been really really great. I think everybody should come out and feel good about yourself and play help disc golf after community. Yeah, and we played for everybody had uh like the car tags. we all do the Monday league. Okay. So played for those for the first round and then we did ripped revenge for nine holes, which was really fun. We did teams. But we did the top two people, which was me and then one other person, and then the other three people against us too. So,
1: okay, that's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. We still won, and I won it with a blindfolded left hand putt
1: for a birdie. Dang.
0: Yep. Because so. that
1: putting practice really put paid off.
0: I did a lot, you know, <laughs> Eric. I did a bunch of scoopers, and I actually did probably I don't know, like a hundred left-hand putts. Wow! Just to just to kind of get the feel for it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it did, yeah. I I just like you know I did the motion, did the motion, covered my eyes with my hat, and <laughs> nailed it. That's crazy. I thought they were messing with me. That's like they crazy. just hit the chains, you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That'd be so. Funny I was like, it really going?" And they're do. like, "They're like, yeah." I'm like, "Oh, really?"
1: That's crazy. We yeah, so going on that. Proof? That putting practice works, kids. Not kids. People. You beautiful fucking people. Yes.
0: Get your beautiful fucking person shirt today. I'm just kidding. I haven't
1: made it yet. He's just he's just going to keep bringing it up.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll get there. Keep an eye on the Instagram. Thank you, everyone who did come. I appreciate every single person who did. You can really make a difference uh, in the disc golf community. And it's pretty easy and it's fun. So come on out next week. Vote on the Instagram to pick the course.
1: And if you're not in Colorado or nearby and you send us a picture or tag us in a picture of you picking up trash, we'll send you out a bunch of stickers because we have a bunch of stickers. Or I still do anyway. I don't know what Kyle has left.
0: I feel more. I'm waiting on a new logo.
1: Sweet. So, I'll send you out a bunch of stickers if you tag us in the courses you clean up. Hashtag ONO Disc Golf.
0: O H N O D I S C G O L F.
1: And add it to, at, at, at us at ONO Disc Golf. All right. So, me and Kyle bought the fan pass for the United States Disc Golf Championship. And about halfway through the weekend, we realized we only really watched. Some of round one. And we were starting to think that we wasted our money because we didn't watch any of it. Yep. And then I went on today and I was going to start watching it, see what I missed. And they uploaded a bunch of stuff to watch. So there's the four live rounds per tournament, the USDGC and the ThrowPinks Women's Disc Golf Championship um so eight total live rounds and then they also did all like post produced coverage like the shot by shot um you know 45 minute long front nine back nine videos of each round of the lead card or feature card and they also did anywhere from nine to almost 12-hour videos featuring holes 1, 7, and 17 that you can just watch every single throw on those holes. Now, I don't know if I'll watch all 12 hours of it, but I still think that's really cool. But you could. Yeah, you can. It's there. If you paid for it, you have the content. Yeah, and then I'm excited to see... If that's something that doesn't make it to like the free side of things, you know, like if only the people paid for it get that extra stuff, but we'll see.
0: Maybe in like time they'll
1: release it, you know? Yeah. Well, 30 days they're releasing it to anyone who's bought into disc golf network. And I don't know if that means they get the extra stuff or if that's something you just get from the fan pass. Like usual, there's still some problems with the coverage. Um, You know, they had a really bad rainstorm on round three.
0: I haven't watched any of it, so I don't know any of those either.
1: They had some really bad rainstorms on round three that knocked out some cameras. But there's nothing that makes it not watchable or not enjoyable. I really don't think like $20 is that much for how much content they gave us. I don't know. I'm sorry for the people who who hate on it so much, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Yeah,
0: we just like having disc golf content. Yep hmm give me that content
1: referring to the course itself i feel like the mozzarella sticks doesn't cause as much fuss as just they're just ugly like
0: they're just kind of, yeah it just kind of ruins the look of the whole
1: yeah like they didn't you know like pros don't know how to throw around them it's not that it causes like these issues it's just it kind of it just kind of looks silly is it i think i don't know but whatever one of my favorite holes i think is i think it's hole 8 maybe hole 6 i can't remember now but it's the one with the beach like uh yeah often green. it's like a hyzer play yeah that was such a cool hole cuz if you you can like try to do like basically lawn darts there cuz you know you're not going to skip in the sand but if you don't hit, hit the sand then you have a chance to skip way you know into the water for sure so that's Yeah, that's a really cool hole. I dig it. There's quite a few different cool ones. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool holes, but I think that one's my favorite. Another cool thing that I like to see at the United States Disc Golf Championship is how many different people were kind of playing well. You know, round two, I got to see um, like Terry Roethlisberger, Nate Sexton, Bradley Williams, maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure wasn't it round one too? we gotta to see Evan Scott? He's like sixteen year old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Round two we gotta see Evan Scott and then he played good enough to get stay on the chase card, and I'm pretty sure he was on the chase card with like Adam Hammis, Johnny McRae, and Barry Schultz. So just like how many generations of good disc golf? You know being that is, young. Yeah. And playing with like just an absolute Well, two kind of legends and then one an up-and-coming legend. I mean, I guess it looks like Evan Scott's going to be an up-and-coming legend himself.
0: Right, big sledge tip though.
1: Yeah, so enough of that. Let's get into the results. We had the top three for the MPO. We had Ricky Waisaki at 24-under, and then Kyle Klein and Paul McBeth both tied at 26-under. With Paul Macbeth winning in a playoff. And man, was he pumped. And we were pumped. That's quite a picture. Yeah. Yeah, he got a good picture of him just cheering. That's something we knew without watching it because we don't mind spoilers because it's live sports. That's how I feel. I don't know about yeah,
0: Kyle. It's like, what are you going to do?
1: Um, also, check out Kyle's signature release on Dismania.net. It is going to be a meta origin. It's a kind of like a meteor little bit flippier than than a meteor um not quite a soul but in the metaplastic it should have a little bit more overstability but his first tours or no they call him signature series at dismania so excited to see him get that
0: i might have to spend some money
1: that's called the midnight prowl you can pre-order up to three of them you can pre-order them yeah they're gonna do pre-orders for them so they don't run out or cause a big fuss for them. Ugh, they're not going to ship to like, November. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. You have 48 hours to order it, and you'll guarantee yourself to get one. But they're also going to be going to um, different dealers, so if you don't want to order off Dismania, um, I think they said around November there'll be a release in other stores, and they'll start mailing them out. So you can wait till November and grab one from... A nearby store. Support your brick and mortar shops. I haven't watched a whole lot of FPO let yet. I just want to do say one thing that I feel so bad for Paige Pierce. She shot like a seven down round one and then just couldn't couldn't get it together for rounds two, three, or four. And it was just so hard to to watch her watch her do that.
0: I'm gonna have to watch it because what happened?
1: I don't know, man. I Well, that's like one of the things it's, I just find weird about the course is it's one of those courses that one hole can completely negate everything you did throughout the entire round. Like, Emerson Keith took like a plus 10 on one hole at like in round three or four. And it's just like, I don't know. It's so hard to even imagine doing that. I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I wanna, wanna watch what happened with Paige Pierce, but at the same time, I don't. Yeah, uh, getting into the results. Sarah Hocum shot a plus one for third. Kona Panis took home second, solo second with even, and Missy Gannon took home first place with a negative two. That's one of. That's one of we picked her on one of our, on our list last week. So. Pretty cool. We like Missy Gannon. We she's always kind of like right around at the top, but never really like always battling for the top, you know. So right, it's cool to see her getting some wins this year and couple, yeah, show that she's kind of up there at that elite elite level of of female players. We have one more tour left. We got the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championships. I want to go on record right now and say I think. I did my Bushnell bracket on U-Disc, so if you like to do this stuff, check out U-Disc. I'm going to go on record and say Kyle Klein is going to win the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship for MPO. And for FPO, Kona Panis. So I'm picking the two people who took second in U.S. Disc Golf Championship to win the Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship.
0: I'll take Eagle McMahon and page fierce
1: yeah i I'd, I'd like to see Paige turn it around i'm gonna come uh, i'm gonna go with the bounce back bounce back stat, so yeah, check out the u disc bracket. There's not a good way to like download a picture of it for us to share ours um but if you win, you get a bushnell Edge laser range finder, which would be cool. That was pretty sweet,
0: three, two, one.
1: Top five. five. Oh yeah. <laughs> that one might have actually been decent.
0: Today, we are doing top five things to practice during the long
1: off season that awaits us. So, I was kind of designing this list in mind that you're not going to be able to practice outside a ton. We get pretty snowy here in Michigan sometimes, and the winters have been... Not as harsh as past as past uh seasons, but we'll see what we get this year. And I'm luckily living in Colorado
0: and we can pretty much throw all year, which is
1: pretty sweet. I mean don't get me wrong, I still go out in the snow. I don't let it stop me, but it's hard to really practice your game when you got a bunch of snow you're dealing with. So True story. So the first one I picked, I picked your mental game. Um if you are playing in the snow, you're not gonna be playing Probably to the same level that you're able to. So it's a good time to practice your mental game and kind of just get yourself to focus on that next hole. Get yourself to just, you know, get that next hole when you have a bad hole rather than letting your
0: round.
1: Yeah. Letting your round snowball into something horrible. Um, Just kind of, yeah, dropping it, moving on to the next hole and just trying to get that next one. So
0: Also like when to stick to your game plan and when to like switch your game plan.
1: Yep. That's a good good point, Rain Man.
0: <laughs> number four, you want to work on not being a bad disc golfer.
1: And you can work around that year-round. Work on that every day, really. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. This one is like about a third of my shots are errant, so just trying to figure out what. It's actually going to be, for number four, video yourself more. Not bad so you can see why you are being a bad disc golfer and correct your form problems that are causing you to be a bad disc golfer because disc golf is mostly form.
1: Yes, form is important. We haven't talked about it yet. We're talking about it now just to be sure. Good form means good throws. Leads me into number three, field work. If you can't find a place where... You actually have like nice ground to throw on because it's covered in snow. Uh, I highly suggest getting like a baseball or a golf net and kind of throwing into that. Um, I think it helps because you can't see or you don't throw it and then instantly look for results. So you can really focus on the problems within your form. If you do spend a lot of time throwing into a net before you go out and play, Make sure you go out and practice in a field or else you won't know how to hit those lines because you don't know what line you're throwing when you're only hitting something five feet in front of you.
0: True story. You need to learn how to aim still. You can you can throw into a net all you want, but it's only the first part. You need to still have that yeah. uh, follow so, through and... Figuring out where the disc is going.
1: Yeah, so there's good and bad things about throwing into a net, but if you are having, I feel like, but really bad form problems, I think throwing in a net can really help you.
0: Pair it with number four of video yourself, and you have a wonderful combination.
1: Yep. Heard it here first. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure someone else has said it a long time ago.
0: Number two. It kind of goes along with field work, but it's practicing your upshots. Sometimes people get stuck on just practicing driving or just practicing uh, putting. There's a whole mid section that needs to be practiced as well. So in my uh, field work, I've been really enjoying putting two of my practice baskets like 60 feet apart, 80 feet apart, then like 100 feet apart and like just practicing and getting a real good solid feel for what that feels like and adjusting it and hitting different angles and lines at those distances. So, you know what that feels like.
1: Gangsta. Yeah. I kind of specifically wrote standstill up shots because it's a good thing to practice while you're in the snow because it's not That's true. fun. Because I'll have winter. Kyle won't. Have
0: I've that. been doing that thing that Yuli said where I've been trying to do more of a a walk up. For like, like, even some of my smaller up shots,
1: do that. But sometimes you are not going to be able if, to do that. I, yeah,
0: right. Exactly. So you still so, do have to practice your standstill. Don't get me wrong. But I like I've been enjoying that. Like walk mm-hmm. up for even a smaller shot.
1: And number one, always the most important thing to practice. If you are not practicing this, it's probably the reason why you are a bad disc golfer. Putting. Practice putting. It's the easiest thing to practice. It gets kind of boring sometimes, but if you can turn it into a game or just make yourself have fun with it, you'll be much better.
0: I did hit quite a few good putts at at leagues uh, after practicing like 5,000 putts. So I would say so far it's been pretty good.
1: It works. Putting practice works. And it's really easy to practice if you get snow because you know you don't need to put on some boots and just practice you know your inside the circle putts um if you get it into a where you get a little bit of better weather practice your outside the circle putts where you can kind of jump more or move more without having to worry about slipping on snow um if you have a big enough garage get some really really old crappy putters that you don't care if they you know bang around cement or garage doors and Maybe you have a basement you can put in. Who knows? It's the easiest thing to practice in the winter. So if you can't get out and field work and disc golf and do all that, then at least be putting. I
0: putt from my bathroom through my living or through my kitchen into my living room.
1: And Cody loves it. Loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Lo-
0: loves it. <laughs> well, that was
1: our top five we did it guys we made it what are you guys going to be practicing this off season let us
0: know let us know on the instagram or on whatever the things
1: and that was episode 38 where we talked about some wedding shenanigans we talked about the united states disc golf championship and we gave you guys our top five things that we're going to practice during the upcoming off season and maybe give you guys some ideas
0: Hope you enjoyed episode thirty-eight. This has been the Ono oh Disc Golf Podcast with your boy Kyle
1: and Eric. That's me. Thanks for showing up.
0: Catch us here every Wednesday. Keep being beautiful, fucking people.
1: Yes, we appreciate all of our listeners, Thank even you for the listening. ones that gave us a chance and decided they didn't like us. We still like you guys.
0: Yeah. Thank you for at least trying. Dipped your toes in and uh, saw how cringy we were, and turned right back around. I get it. We're pretty cringy.
1: Yeah, we're definitely not for everybody. It's just, but we know, we understand.
0: If you made it this far, we're for you, and we appreciate you. Uh, have a good rest of your week. Catch you on the flip side.